Welcome to the Happy Mindset, episode 126. Today's episode is called Scripting Languages. So today I'm going to talk about scripting languages in the context of computer programming, programming languages, a little bit in foreign languages, and then lastly just talk about this podcast as well, my approach to scripting languages. Will I do that first or last? I don't know, I might mix this together as well. It's uh, This is a topic that's quite fascinating for me. Because scripts are everywhere in our lives. In programming, I, I, Python is the language that I learn, the language I use day to day as well. Python is a scripting language. So I use it in my job as a web developer, but it can also be used for automation. So automating manual tasks, those monotonous, repetitive, boring tasks. You can use a language like Python to create scripts that will automate that, that will save time and that will allow you to do other things with your life. It's amazing how much time you can start freeing up when you start scripting stuff that you do day after day, the same task, and it can be automated by a computer program. The other way I think about this is in terms of our own mind. And scripting languages in that regard is, what are the common things that you talk about day to day? What's the small talk? That's all things that it's like a script it's like you just say it automatically. Like even the question, how are you? And the response, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. And it's not really a genuine, real question. It's just a scripted question, a scripted scenario. Like there's nothing wrong with these things, just the way things are. I'm not saying that you need to have deep and meaningful conversations every time you talk to somebody. But it's just being aware that these are like scripts that are being run there and just questioning that as well, questioning the language. That would have tied into the foreign languages. That's how I got into language hacking, was that I started to notice that there's recurring repetitive patterns in conversation that come up time and time again. And if you break it down to what you're interested in and the types of people you generally talk to, it becomes easier to start hacking the language because you're not, you're going from a place of learning almost an infinite amount of words to learning 2,000 words, 3,000 words. When you really start to dig into it, I think somebody's got a third level degree. They might have... 10,000, 15,000 words on average in their vocabulary. When you start even thinking about it in those terms, then you start breaking the population of the target language. Like if you're learning French, for example, and if you live in France too, you'll start to notice that people have varying degrees of mastery of their own foreign or their native language. So, and that depends on their education, that depends on how well read they are, how much actively they're involved in learning new words how open-minded they are. So all these kind of variables go into something that you might just assume that, well, if somebody's French, they, they know all, they know they've got a mastery of the language, but it's not always like that, or even in English as well, in any language, it's not always like that. So that's the scripting in programming, then you automate stuff that's monotonous, repetitive. What this will, What this is already doing for us is that it is freeing up time and energy and space to think about interpreting data, giving meaning to things. This is what we can do as human beings. We give meaning to things, we interpret things in certain ways. We've more time as well for creativity, for conversations, for communication. That of course all that's dependent on us getting better at those things, because even though creativity is something that I think is innate within us, I think there's a lot of things like scripts again cultural beliefs, norms, narratives that stifle that creativity on an individual level. So there's also, I think, a process of unraveling 
the scripts that are being played in your life scripts that have been given to you by your culture by your religion by by the education system by your family these are all scripts some of them a lot of them are unconscious but you can start bringing these scripts to the conscious mind and start recognizing them for what they are and you can start changing things and adjusting things so on this podcast for example i my intention here is to not script this podcast so it can go it can go to different places that i didn't think i was going to go to there's a certain amount of structure there all right so at the moment for quite a while now i've been asking the same introductory question of who are you what do you do in the world i might change that at some stage i don't know right now i'm still doing that i'll see whatever feels the right way to go with that might change that introduction that really came about from the from from uh i just found it was difficult to, to begin the conversation i just found that i got into the habit of asking that question it became a routine it became a scripted kind of question that i have at the outset and what I have found is that it allows the conversation to go anywhere at the beginning because it's such a broad-ranging question. Anybody, And what you'll notice is that people answer it in so many different ways according to how they interpret that. And even I find as well, if you're living in the moment, you'll have a different answer each time you know, to, to that if you're not scripting it. So this is my biggest thing with the scripting. I, I don't like scripting a conversation because what you're doing when you're scripting a conversation is that you're preempting the answers so you're limiting the possibility of learning something new when you're scripting things and on top of that too i find that generally when i when i script things i'm on a body level i'm a lot more uptight and rigid there's not much flow to what i'm saying there are drawbacks to this too what you'll tend to notice like on the on the what episode long-term thinking episode 124 other examples too but i'm going to point out this one I said that the book, what's his name? Stephen Pressfield. I said his book was The Art of War. That's not his book. That's Lao Tzu's book. I read that book as well a few years ago. Stephen Pressfield's book is The War of Art. So that's really confusing. So when you're not scripting things, I didn't even know I was going to mention that book in the podcast. That's 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 the benefit of not scripting things. The things kind of go up, come up on the flow. But then you do make errors slips of the tongue or even because you you're, you haven't planned everything to begin with so you're not going to get it perfect if i'd planned that beforehand i would have said the war of art when i was doing it so then you're caught with the conundrum that you're like okay i was i'm quite happy now i'm 80 percent happy with that episode i made a few errors here and there but i'm generally happy with the energy i brought to it the stuff that i put out there the food for thought that i, that I try to put out there and so do I go back now and do it over again just because I've noticed that I have the book title wrong there? So that's something that you have to navigate in when you're not scripting things. That is the the drawback to it. But there's so many upsides to not scripting it because it becomes a, a way of you looking at the world. You just become more open and receptive to new ideas and to even rethinking how you think about things so you, you get more of an even first principles approach to life which is vitally important because when you don't have a first principles approach to life and for, by first principles i just mean questioning your basic your most basic assumptions and start building from there when you don't have that mindset and you don't have that outlook in life it can really limit you for the long term if you're not willing to question those things so i just found with not scripting episodes that can trickle over a bit more into my life too where I'm not scripting my life as much. 
it's not even a conscious choice that I'm making. Like I mentioned at the start of this episode, the most restrictive scripts that are you're running right now are unconscious, completely unconscious to you. They're blind spots. And there's freedom then when you start uncovering these. Uh, there's, there's a lot of freedom there. There's a bit of, a bit of a, there's a lot of discomfort there, but then there's also freedom there as well, because you a new way of of thinking, a new way of looking at things, a new way of relating to people as well. So there's a lot of benefits to that. So this way of doing things as well, not scripting languages. This is something well, not scripting my podcast episodes. Not scripting my language as well day to day, even when I'm learning a language or speaking my native language. The what I found organically happen is there's a balance you start to strike. So you're not scripting things intentionally, but you're doing a planning around the episode so that when you're actually doing the episode, the material's there. It's in your mind somewhere, and you speak it out. It's starting to come to the surface. Then this is you reading. This is you, like the reading habit. That's where you're drawing your material from. Your conversations with people, you're drawing it from that. Yeah, you're active learning. So as a programmer today, I'm actively learning all the time. As a writer, I'm actively learning all the time. I'm experimenting a bit with different structuring of my articles, investing in courses and writing as well to give me ideas of how I go about even experimenting with that because I don't have the ideas right now. I never really studied it. So... You do your planning around the episodes and then what you do then is that you speak and you let things arise. And even when I'm doing these episodes now, I'll often stop maybe after eight minutes. I'm using a bit of editing skills in as well. I'm, I'm combining them together. I, I listen back because I'm running out of ideas and then I listen back. That gives me more, some more ideas to develop on for the next segment. And I'll write out like maybe one or two bullet points so that I remember after the next segment. So it's an organic thing that starts to happen then from the not scripting it. So you're doing a planning around it and you're just, there's a bit, there's a lot more improvisation to it and it just makes it a lot more enjoyable and livelier as well. The next thing that this does for you is that you start paying attention to your energy. You start paying attention to why do people listen to a podcast in the first place. When I started doing a podcast, I always assumed it was having great information I didn't really pay much attention to the delivery, your energy, your actual passion and enthusiasm for what you do. That wasn't important for me at all. I was coming from a very academic mindset where I thought it was all about the information and that would increase the audience and that would that's why people want to listen to your podcast. So I'd overlook the energy you bring to it, the passion you bring to it, your way of relating the information, your way of your way of sharing your experiences, sharing your thought process. They're all the things that are actually attracting people to, to listen to you in the first place. Because when I really started to think about the people I listen to, the podcasts, people I read, it's because I find them interesting. I find them interesting and they also give me things to think about. They relay knowledge and information that might not always be 100% factual. Even that, you start questioning what it really is 100% factual. It's it's. Of course, there are things that are 100% factual, like the law of gravity and stuff like that. But things are a lot more subjective than you think they are. And you only start to realize that when you start creating your own stuff that you're trying at the, at the start, you're trying to get this all 100% factually correct. And you start to realize, geez, this is actually a lot tougher than I thought it would be. So a person I like listening to as well as Mike Tyson, Hot Boxing, that, that podcast, I listen to that every now and again. And one of the reasons I enjoy listening to it is because it's very raw and unfiltered. I like Mike sharing his experiences because there's stuff that I would have never thought about 
he's sharing them in a raw way he's had a very interesting life there's ups and downs massive up and downs to his life so he's a lot of knowledge and wisdom to share and that's what he's doing in a podcast and that's why i listened to it as well uh, the other guy is quite interesting too eben i think he was former nfl player as well and he's quite an interesting guy as well so i'd recommend just check that podcast out as well give you food for thought and then the last thing as well with this so you're paying attention to the energy when you become aware of the scripts you become aware of the language that the language doesn't have as much impact as you might think it does and the last part is actually being conscious with the language so when you start to see the scripts the automatic nature of how you say things you start to pay attention to the limiting things you say about yourself so automatic stuff like i'm stupid or i am no good at learning french for example these are innocent things you can say fair enough if you don't want to pursue that path that's grand say them how all you like believe you're no good at learning french you don't want to pursue it but if you genuinely want to pursue something like learning a language like french then don't say you're no good at french because even if you try to learn it then it's going to make it a lot harder to learn the language if that's your belief because these things you automatically say they're shining a light on the fundamental belief you have about yourself so there are windows of opportunity into changing that about yourself and the first thing you can do with that a very very simple thing is to stop saying that you don't even have to say anything just stop saying i'm no good at that 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 the next step then would just say that i am willing to get better at something like that you don't have to go i am good at french because it's not true if you haven't learned it but what is true is that you're willing to start learning french and you're willing to start enjoying the process things like that which your mind can say aren't true because they're, they're not false they, so it's not going to say they're not true but it requires a little bit of conscious thought that how are you going to frame this in a way where you're moving your beliefs in a way that align with your goal of learning french so that's what the process is there and that all comes from just bringing these unconscious scripts to your conscious awareness and it's powerful over the long term because you start seeing things that you never thought were possible for you even things as simple as i never saw myself as a computer programmer up until i started deciding that i do see myself as a computer programmer another thing you can do there is start finding people who are doing what you want to do i had already done that without even intentionally trying to do that to be honest because when i went william and he was trying to be a software developer i didn't even want to be a software developer at that time because i didn't believe it was possible i didn't even know what software development was all about I didn't i didn't know anything about it but when i when i met william and he was pursuing that path and i saw him get a job and i was dabbling along with it i was doing some web development i wasn't i wasn't really taking it too seriously for quite a while because i didn't believe it was possible and as well i was looking at coaching and psychology at so many different interests like you know from listening to my podcast but that helps too so get around people who either have done what you want to do or on the path to pursuing what you want to do it only needs to be one or two people you don't have to get rid of your old friends or anything like that this is another thing that i don't like so much about the self-help self-help industry is that they'll often encourage you to get rid of the people in your life who are you think are holding you back so that's more nuanced than they make it out to be if somebody isn't actively going out of their way to destroy your life or wish bad things for you then i would give them a chance and all you need then is like one or two other people that will help you move towards your dream so 
move through what what you want to do because that is a necessary component you do need to find one or two other people who are going on that path even online you can if you if you're having problems finding that in the real world in your local environment go online i found um people online to mentor me around different things i was interested in i found them through youtube so youtube's free so that's another way around that our books as well our podcast so that's the the other ways around that there's no real obstacle there then but that's mainly it. That's the points I wanted to cover today with the scripting languages. Covered a little bit about programming, foreign languages. So when you really start to see this in foreign languages, it can really accelerate your learning with a language. You start being more thoughtful and more aware of the things you're learning. You're not just learning random stuff anymore. Then you're learning intentionally around the things that are going to be most useful for you to speak and communicate with people. Because that's the goal. That's the way I look at languages, and it's the goal is to communicate with people, interact with them. And then you'll apply that, and the benefit of this is that you're applying this back to your native language. So once you start, even if you don't, like, this is another reason to learn a foreign language, is that you can rewire your brain in the process by intentionally learning another language. And then because you're thinking in a new way from learning that language, that will trickle back into your native language again. So if you're intentional with that in French, you'll be intentional with that in English as well. Because it's a mindset, a mindset you carry around everywhere with you. So that's it, and podcasting as well. That's the other thing, conversations. There's more of a flow to it. I enjoy it more. If I scripted this, it would be a lot like hard work, work that I don't want to do. I've already got work. I've got a job. So why would I want to do something else that feels like work? So, yeah, that's it. That's what I wanted to talk about today. As always, go over to happymindset.com if you want to find my book, and my blog posts, and they're over on happymindset.com. So thanks again for listening, and I will speak to you on the next episode.